Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Hey everyone, Ben here. I've got Jamie with me and welcome back to the Sing Better Fast podcast. Uh, so I have not yet worked on any songs, so I know Claude's going to be <laughs> a little unhappy after our our last uh, our last podcast episode where we talked about songwriting. By the way, that was a really good episode. It was a lot of fun. So if you're interested in songwriting, just check uh, out our previous episode with Claude LaRoche and Ryan Wall. So today I want to talk about something that's sort of near and dear to my heart, kind of the stuff that I like to focus on, think about, talk about, read about, write about the most, and that is motivation and discipline. I want to share just these a few snippets from some of the Motivated Vocalist newsletter articles I wrote a few years ago. So, so I want to talk about motivation and discipline. So there's this book that I absolutely love. If you've been listening to the podcast or reading the newsletter for long oh. enough, Ben, you don't have to repeat, raise your voice again. I, I appreciate it. I really do. Oh, well, I wasn't, wasn't going to say that one. But, um, so the book is called The Confidence Gap, A Guide to Overcoming Fear and Self-Doubt by Russ Harris. So he has a concept of how he, de- he describes motivation. He says, people often think or say, I have no motivation, right? That's the thought. I have no motivation. Or they say, I have no motivation. And in the book, Russ says there are two problems with thinking this way. The first problem is that people think motivation is some kind of magic potion. If I could just get some magic potion, everything would work out, right? If I could just find the magic potion, if someone could give me the magic potion, if someone could say some magic words, then I would get motivated and I would, you know, have motivation, right? So that's problem number one. The, uh, so so the, here's the problem with that. There is no magic potion, right? motivation isn't something that, uh, I mean, it can sort of just appear out of nowhere. It kind of can just appear sort of randomly or due to external factors, but you kind of have to decide to be motivated. So, so don't think about an external magic potion, decide yourself to be, you know, your own source of motivation. So the second problem with the thought, I have no motivation is that eventually we're going to realize that we can't get the magic potion. It's not attainable. You can't go to the store and just buy it off the shelf. There's no magic potion that gives you what you want. So what what, what happens is we end up giving up on what we really wanna do. We end up giving up on our singing, on our music, uh, because we can't get the the magic potion, right? So when I talk about singing, when Jamie and I talk about singing, we often talk about talent versus skill, right? So talent is you're born with natural ability to sing. And if you have no talent, then you can't be good. Skill would be, it doesn't matter if you have talent or not. What you need is consistency and practice. And then you develop the skill and then you get very good. It's the same thing with motivation. It's not that you either have it or you don't. Motivation isn't necessarily innate. Some people are sort of naturally more motivated than others, but you don't have to be like you don't have to have a talent of motivation. You can develop motivation. It can be a skill. You can develop your internal motivation. So if you ever think or say, I'm not motivated enough, or I don't have any motivation, that's incorrect. 
right? Not only do you not need to feel motivated, you can actually sort of cultivate motivation over time. So uh, from now on, never say or think I'm not motivated or I don't feel like it or I don't have what it takes. If you say I'm not motivated, what you're really saying is I don't believe in myself or think I'm good enough or so I'm not going to try. Let me repeat that. If you say or think I'm not motivated or I have no motivation, what you're really saying to yourself and the world is I don't believe in myself or think I'm good enough, so I'm not going to try. So don't talk to yourself like that. Hold your head up. Know you have what it takes. Take action and do uh, do it. You know, just stick to it. Make yourself make yourself proud and make us proud. So you know, it reminds me of, um, and I, I see this a lot in lessons. We're doing an exercise, and let's. Everyone thinks, oh, I'm doing this exercise. It must be perfect. So I've been in situations with coaches uh, way before my good coaches. That when I do an exercise, and they give me that frown or snarl because I'm doing it wrong. And I feel bad about myself. I never do that to a student. So a student will be doing an exercise and maybe they crack or break. And they oh, they make a sound and they shake their head no. And I say, stop it. Nope. No, 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 no. Uh, you're doing fine. You're never allowed to shake your head no. You, you cannot have that. You can shake your head yes. Like, yes, I cracked, but I know I can get better. It's a mindset. You, you, you lose it. We talked about this right before this podcast. Yeah. And I, I, I talked where I was sick in India and I've been lazy and I told you how you inspired me. And I thought, you know what? Get off your butt, Jamie. You're teaching. Do this stuff. Do at least a minimum of, uh, you know, 30 minutes uh, of singing. So I'm doing these cover tunes for the school and I create like uh, like I'm doing a Prince cover tune. And we just wrote about this in the Motivated uh, Vocalist newsletter this week. And then I would do the karaoke track. And then I was doing a Cinderella song and a karaoke track, uh, uh, Led Zeppelin and a karaoke track. And it was only 30 minutes. I mean, how how hard is it to do that? You know, if you, you know, for one, like you just said, quit saying I have no motivation. Uh, and I know uh, I don't mean to interrupt you because I know you're going to read more stuff. But for me, when you I hear you say that, I think, OK, that's a two part process because, OK, I quit saying that stuff. But I get my butt up off a chair and go and put myself into the situation that I am saying I'm not motivated. I'm not motivated to write a book. Well, you know what? Get up off your arse. Turn on your computer and sit there on Google Docs and start writing, even if you just stare at the page. I'm not motivated to do my vocal exercises. Okay, get up off the couch, turn off the TV, and go and turn on an MP3 or send it to your piano and try the first exercise because um, you, you'll fly. I mean, the, the, the time will fly by. You'll think, oh, uh, and of course, you mentioned this earlier before you got on here. It's like some days it's tough for 45 minutes, where other days I'll fly through, you know, eight hours of work. Nine times out of 10, if you quit telling yourself I'm not motivated and put yourself in that situation and just start for the first couple of minutes, then it starts to fly by. You fall into you, know, you fall into the zone. You complete it. So, you know, lack of motivation. That's BS. That doesn't exist. That's a lie. That's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that reminds me of a. Uh... There's this guy I was watching on YouTube. He said something to the effect of, this is not directly related to what we're talking about, but it's just a note I wanted to add in there since it's fresh on my mind. He said, uh, you know, there's a lot of haters. There's a lot of people who try to get you down, who try to get in your way. Um, and he said, never listen to anybody who's never done what it is you want to do because you end up not doing it just like they did. 
right? So for if you want to get better at singing, don't listen to all the people who've never gotten any better at singing or practice or, or performed on stage or started a band, because then you're going to end up just like them not doing it. Um, so, so part of, for some people, sort of the lack of motivation is they let other people kind of get in their way, right? They kind of let other, you know, they get a, a bad, um, you know, they get, uh, they get a rude comment, uh, either in person or on the internet or whatever. And it's really easy to say, have a thick skin and absolutely we should, but sometimes, you know, it still gets to us. I mean, you know, we're all people. Uh, I sometimes get mean <laughs> things on the internet. I've seen some of the stuff that people say about Jamie and it's kind of, you know, it's rude. A lot of it's wrong. Um, now, of course you want to take constructive criticism, but anyway, my point is don't listen to people who haven't done what it is you want to do. Like, they're, then you're going to end up just like them. You're not going to be any better at singing. Most people, most people don't really go after their passion. They don't go after their dreams. They don't go after what really matters for them. Instead, they just stay in the small little bubble of what they think is safe. And you know, as the what is it? George Bernard Shaw said, uh, most people go to their grave with their music still inside them, right? So, like, I don't want anyone to like have to deal with that. So, just don't listen. To those people okay so that's that's just a an extra thing i wanted to share there so i wanted to share one other uh snippet from another motivated vocalist newsletter article i wrote and this was the one following so the the first one that i talked about that was from may 15th 2017 this one's may 22nd 2017 so i'm just gonna share this if you've been reading the newsletter you'll know i'm a i'm big on quotes here are two quotes from jim Rohn. Number one is, everyone must choose one of two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. Quote number two, discipline is the bridge between your goals and accomplishment. So you and I, we all live in a society where discipline, self-improvement, and long-term thinking are either ignored or discouraged by most people. And this is going to be a little offensive. So if you, uh, if you know, if you're angry about this, please email me. Um, I will take the heat on this. Um, but so let me go back to this. So most people in our society, they either ignore or discourage discipline, continual self-improvement, and long-term thinking. And that's why in the United States, uh, over two-thirds of our population is overweight or obese because they're thinking about short term and they're not thinking about long term. Now, some people are going to like be offended by that. So feel free to send me a mean email. Um, and it's why there aren't more amazing singers out there, right? It's why nerds in high school get made fun of and picked on in school because the nerds, you know, they're thinking about long term, right? Whereas the, you know, the stereotypical uh, people, people in high school or even college are more about partying and whatever, having fun, and they're less concerned about the long term. So this is an unfortunate state, but it's true. Most people don't care about discipline. They don't care about the long term. They don't care about self-improvement. And in fact, many people will try to discourage you from trying to improve your situation. So if you're around people or environments that shun personal progress or developing skills, you need to rearrange your life to minimize contact with unhelpful influences. So let me share a story. The day I wrote this newsletter article, um, I was on a voice chat with some friends of mine. I was 
I used to play some video games. I recently quit actually, but I used to play some video games with some, some buddies and I would be on a voice call with them. And then uh, I decided I was gonna go for a walk, take my dogs out, go to the park, hang out and stuff. And so I said, sorry guys, I have to get off the game now. I'm gonna go, go for a walk. And then one of my friends said, oh, don't worry about doing that. Don't worry about the dog, just stay on and play. Now, this acquaintance, whether he knows it or not, whether he intended it to be destructive or not, actually gave me incredibly bad advice because what he told me to do was stop doing what was important for my long-term health, my long-term goals, and my dog, you know, that I'm responsible for, so that I can waste my time on doing unproductive things, right? So he said, don't go for your walk, just hang out with us and play the game. That's, that's what he said, but what it really means is stop doing what really matters for your long-term health and waste time with me. That's basically what he said. He didn't mean it like that, but that's what it means. And so like sort of on a subconscious level, this is what he's doing. And, uh, you know, I'm not mad at him for this. I mean, I think a lot of people think, think that way unintentionally, but that's, that's what I was dealing with. So I, I recognized that for what it was. Now, I'm not saying you can never play video games. I'm never saying you can't watch Netflix or goof off on the internet. I do those, you know. But what I am saying is that your long-term goals must be number one in your life. And if you decide that you're going to practice from this time to this time every day, then you're doing that. And you're not letting someone tell you, hey, just don't do that, come play video games with me for a while. Or, ah, don't worry about that, let's watch another episode of such and such. Well, you have to like, you have to have the fortitude, you have to have the commitment to just do what matters, you have to stick to it. So whatever is your number one has to be your number one and it can't be sidelined to number two or number 10 because someone else wants you to do something else or you don't feel like doing it, right? So there are people, there are environments who, that influence us, whether we know it or not, and either towards our goals or away from our goals. So we have to get picky about who and what gets our time and attention. And so I've become very conscious of this to the point where uh, I've kind of like shut out a lot of people who have sort of this draining, negative, time-wasting, uh, you know, sort of attitude or they tell me to do things or ask me to do like no I just I can't you know I, I'm I'm a man on a mission I got stuff to do right so spend less time with the negative influences and more time with the positive influences now I'm not saying you can't be friends with people I'm not saying you can't you know spend time with family but you have to like be aware of what are these people doing to you and how can you either they're helping you maximize your end result, your productivity, your goals, or they're not. And so you have to be aware of that and you have to deal with that accordingly. If you can't, you know, if someone next to your house, if, if someone decided, oh, we're gonna put a big toxic waste dump, we're gonna take all the nuclear waste and we're just gonna dump it in your backyard, you probably wouldn't be happy about that, right? It'd probably be bad for your health. For the first day, it might not affect you, but over the course of, weeks or months or years or decades, that's going to have negative effects on your life, your health, your family, and probably your whole community. This is sort of tough love, mean, angry Ben, but I view some people similarly. Some people are coming into your lives either intention, you know, and then they're sort of 
metaphorically dumping nuclear waste in your backyard by the things that they say and do. Now, some people, for the most part, they don't mean to do it, but you have to be able to identify this and then get away from it. So, so this is true for anything. If it's singing, playing an instrument, fitness, improving romantic relationships, family relationships, uh, taking care of your health, dieting, finances. You know, I've had people uh, when I was younger, uh, whenever I was just friends with anyone, um, I'd have people like I'm trying to save, you know, I'm trying to invest, whatever. And people who are like, ah, oh, don't worry about that. Just come, you know, out to dinner. It's like a hundred dollar dinner. Like, dude, what? You know, I'm not trying to blow $500 a month on dinner, you know? And I mean, the food's not even that good either. It's all greasy. Like, <laughs> you know, so like those people were in my way of reaching my long-term goals of investing and saving for my future. Right. So like I said, at the beginning of this, so many people are completely unconcerned they have no concern they don't care about long-term thinking or long-term outcomes so we can't fall into that thinking so it's and it's not just people who uh, haven't done what you do or jealous or this or that there are some people that just don't think uh, when i was writing raise your voice I know I drove everyone nuts and I, I was uh, I was union iron worker. So we were building bridges. I was working in Athens, Ohio, and I, ha I had a you know, I was running the job and I had this one iron worker who I, I still like. Uh, his name is Jeff. I won't say his whole name. Don't put him on the spot. <clears throat> but I remember uh, another uh, iron worker was asking me, hey, Jamie, how's the book coming along? And I'm like, well, no, I'm on page, you know, uh, 87 and I got to do this. And Jeff looks over at me. He says, you know. Why are you even talking about this book? I'm like, what? He says, dude, you are not ever going to beat anything besides a dumb old iron worker, just like the rest of us. Your family's in it. You got in it. You, this is what you are. I don't know why you're thinking bigger. So <laughs> that kind of floored me. And I thought, all right, I'll show you. Yeah. Now to de to uh, defend him, though, I uh, I wrote another book called Unleash Your Creative Mindset, and I remember and this came from Jeff too. I, it, this was another thing, and this is still about the book. I said I'm writing the book, but it was taking forever, and I'm getting frustrated. And Jeff looks at me, he says, "Why say you're writing the book?" He said, "What I would do is I would say you're in the process of writing a book." I said, in the process, I said, what, what do you mean by that? He says, if you say I'm writing a book and you put these time constraints on you and you're worried or you're getting stressed out, he said, if you're in the process of the book, you could be in the process of writing the book for two weeks or 22 years. The fact is that you are in the process every day. You are an author you're in the process. And it's funny. I remember Joe Vitale used to say that in some of his books. So while Jeff was complaining one day about I'm not going to be anything but a dumb old iron worker. Another day, he was actually encouraging me. So you have to accept a constructive criticism, like you said earlier, but you can't be defined by what anyone says. They haven't, you know, most of those people haven't been where you're wanting to go, you know, and uh, take the good with the bad. And like you said earlier, you see people say stuff about me and uh, I don't care. You know, I don't care. And we'll, we'll give an example. Um, I forget who I think it was Luke Bernard, another coach that we know that was in VVA. Uh, he, he he texts me. He's like, somebody on Amazon has wrote a bad review on you, and I hate this guy. And two or three students uh, just slam this guy. And I'm like, why? Why are you bothering? Everybody has their opinion. I don't care. That is their right. If they bought the book, they can do it. And the guy had said, it's 400 pages, and there's only, you know, it's bull. There's only 30 pages of useful information in this book. 
and Lou kept bothering me. I said, all right, all right. So I hopped on there and I said, well, all I got to say is I know this guy isn't right. He hasn't even read the book because I know for a fact I put 32 pages of good, useful work <laughs> in there. And I was laughing as I wrote it. And Luke and some other people were like, oh, my gosh, this is nuts. Um, so yeah, that's funny. I like that. Yeah, don't uh, let other people define you. You know who you're in competition with? Not those naysayers. You're in yep. competition with yourself, period. Absolutely. So I just want to go ahead and wrap this up here. So um, one thing I want everyone to remember is that you and I are playing for keeps, right? This is if if this is what we care about. If we care about music, if we care about singing, performing, uh, you know, starting a band or growing our our fan base, we're playing for keeps, right? So fail. We can't fail. That's not a choice. You can't. You have to do it. You have to succeed. And uh, sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's not fun. But if you really want to do it, then do it. Don't let anyone else tell you you can't. Don't tell yourself that you can't because you can, right? You just can. Um, so don't listen to people who are just trying to put you down. So many people are going to put you down just because if you succeed, that's going to shine a light on them that, oh, like they could have succeeded, but they didn't do what you did. And so now they feel worse because you succeeded and they didn't. And so that's, a big part of it. So, you know, just, just stay the path, right? Just stay on the path. Uh, sometimes we fall off the path. Sometimes we get, uh, you know, disillusioned. Sometimes we're, sometimes we have difficulty sticking to a, a plan of action, but Hey, you just got to get up and keep going because uh, this is, if this is what we want, this is what we got to do. So if you ever fall off the path, if you ever fall off the horse, get right back on the horse. Yeah. That's my message for today. Um, and I know some of this stuff is a little harsh. Um, so if you're angry about it, I, seriously, feel free to send me an email if you think I uh, said something I shouldn't have. But I think I, I think I'm right, right? So it, it's why people don't get anywhere. So I don't want you to be one of those two that George Bernard talked. George Bernard Shaw uh, says that people go to their grave with their music inside them. I don't want you to do that. I want you to get your music out there figuratively and literally. And I want you to show the world what you got. And I can't wait to see how you do. Jamie and I will be cheering you along. So, all right. Thanks everyone. That's everything I have for this podcast. So Jamie, you have anything else you'd like to throw in there? No, I think you done made enough people cry for today. So. <laughs> yeah. Big bad Ben <laughs> being mean to everyone. No, we're good. We're good. Thank you for uh, stopping by and listening to this podcast. I love this podcast. Uh, we're, I don't even know what we're up to. We're almost up to 70. I think this is number 70. Yeah, this is this is awesome. We love spending time with you. Uh, we hope we're adding value. We seem we're getting a lot of positive feedback, a lot of emails uh, of the inspiration that we're giving to people. At bottom line, with everyone, I, I, you know what I think about this podcast? We're almost a, um, even though we're a singing podcast, we're almost like a motivational speaking podcast. And we hear that a lot, you know, and think about all these people like I refer to Joe Vitale and he travels around the world. He inspires people to do the best they can to be successful. That's that's a big part of this puzzle. You know, uh, we 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 teach the singing aspect in Bandera Vocal Academy. And we're starting to sneak more of that into this. But really, the hurdle is your mindsets. Yeah. You know, and if we can get you over that and really making you believe in yourself 
You will. Uh, like we we interviewed, uh, I know we got to wrap this up, but we interviewed Brian Burkheiser from I Prevail. So Brian email or text me almost every day. We'll probably, uh, you know, talk here in a little bit. And he is ecstatic and loving this new tour for the new album Trauma because I've changed his mindsets yeah. from being worried about what had happened in the past to how he's doing now. That's what we want for each and every one of you. Yeah, I mean, really, honestly, part of the reason for this is because it occurred to me that, you know, vocal technique, there's a there's kind of a lot to it. But once you know it, it's not that complicated. And so, like, once you get the fundamentals, you're good. And then at that point, the big hurdle for most people is getting themselves to do it. Getting themselves to do it is often a mindset issue. So that's why, honestly, that's the reason why we have the Motivated Vocalist newsletter and this podcast. It's to help sort of get our head on straight um, so that we can actually get ourselves to practice. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my little sneaky ninja thing that I'm doing with these. So, all right, cool. So I hope you found this valuable. Um, if you're angry, feel free to send me an email, ben at benbalen.com. I read all my emails. Um, and, uh, you know, if you send me a mean email, I'll be sure to respond with something polite, like, thank you for the feedback. I'll keep that. I'll take that into consideration for the next one. Um, okay, cool. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Take care, see everyone. Ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.